Hello, what is up guys? Eman from Pesa Smart PH here. Welcome sa pinabagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, let's talk about our mentality about investing. So, there is this term na nauso, especially sa cryptoverse. But it's also something, it's also a thing, sort of a thing sa mga stocks which is what we call buying the dip. So, ang ibig sabihin lang is kapag bumaba yung price ng isang stock na hinahawakan mo, ibig sabihin lang bibili ka pa ng mas madami. Kasi that shows conviction dun sa stock or sa asset na hinahawakan mo. Kasi so, diba, for example, if bumili ka at a high level and then you already know the value of that particular asset at that price level, why won't you buy kapag bumagsak yung prices? So, yun yung parang naging pitfall every time bumagsak yung prices. Ang laging isipin natin, or siguro ng mga hindi pa experienced na investor, is, ah, hindi, bababa pa yan. But, wala naman talaga makapagsabi kung ano yung bottom. Yes, we can all have our predictions, but it's always gonna be hit or miss. And again, <laughs> Yung best friend natin dito is peso cost averaging or dollar cost averaging. Especially kapag bumabagsak yung prices. Which is yung nangyayari ngayon. Sa lahat naman ng markets. So, PSEI, medyo nasa downtrend na rin. If you take a look at the S&P 500, bumababa na rin. Then, if you take a look at Bitcoin, the dominance yan. Bitcoin, bumababa na din. If you take a look at Ethereum, bumababa na din. So, yung GME7 is a parang niyang example. If you take a look at the daily chart. So, if you were finding value at around 13 pesos, 15, even 16, nag 16 na ba? Yeah, even 16 pesos. If, for example, bumili ka na doon, what, what is your mentality kapag ka bumabagsak na yung prices? Magkakatlos ka na ba? Or magdadagdag ka pa sa bags mo? And dito, ba medyo sharp talaga yung pagbagsak niya. And ako personally, for me, I would have waited for a bit, no? Like for example, ba ba nag-50 na siya dito. And then nakita natin, sharp, eto, eto accepted lang na to, ano, na pagbaba. Kasi expected na naman na bababa talaga siya after mabigay yung dividends or after nung ex date ng dividends. But after this drop from like, 14 in just a span of a week to 12 pesos I wouldn't really buy at 12 kasi syempre isipin ko ha ano kayong mangyari susunod na araw or sa next week so umbaga parang kailangan natin maghanap din ng support so dito siya na established sa around 9-ish 10 pesos so kung ako yung for example meron akong additional capital I would have bought at around 10 for GMA7 that's just for me ah. Then eventually, kapag gamas bumaba pa, syempre magdi-DCA ako pababa. But of course, if you don't really want to try to time the market, then for example, nung bumaba na na at 13, 12, habang bumaba no, meron kang mga orders at that price level. So, nung 12, bumili ka. Nung 11, bumili ka. Nung 10, bumili ka. Nung 9.5, bumili ka. So, that is also a sound strategy. And isipin lang natin, oh, para ka nag-grocery shopping. Kapag meron kang isang paborito na ulam, so sabihin natin hotdog, no? But of course, huwag okay, kayo masyado mag-process meat, hindi siya ganun ka-healthy, but yeah. Yun yung example na naisip ko. So, hotdog. 
For example, lang isang kilo is 175 pesos nung beef francs. Kung ano mang brand na binibili nyo. And then, bigla nag-sale. Makita nyo, oy 100 pesos na lang yung 1 kilo na beef francs. Di ba, mas maging compelled ka na bumili? Kasi, alam mo na paborito mo yung hotdog na yun. Binibili mo siya at 175. And for you, worth it. Yung beef francs na yun bilhin at 175 pesos per 1 kilo. Of course, it's a no-brainer, di ba? Kung bibilin mo siya ng 100 pesos, may discount ka ng 75. So actually, halos, di ba, 200 pesos may giging 2 kilos na agad yung mabibili mo. Kapag naka-discount siya. So bakit hindi ganito yung mentality natin sa mga investments natin? Bakit natin kailangan mag-cut loss? Bakit natin kailangan ibenta kapag ka bumababa? Diba? We have to reverse that. <laughs> I think magandang example no, yung sa grocery shopping. Kasi we all do it. I mean, I hope naman na yung mga nakikinig dito, they do their own grocery shopping. But yeah, diba? we're looking for bargains. And again, if sa mataas na price, nakikita mo na yung value ng stock na yun, ng asset na yun. And yung yield na binibigyan niya sa'yo on a yearly basis, satisfied ka na. Like for example, dividend stock investor ka. Sa 5%, okay ka na dun sa price level na yun. Siyempre, pag bumaba, mas tataas yung yield mo. ba diba? So, you can buy more. Again, discounted price lang itong mga ito kapag bumagsak yung prices. And if hindi naman nagbago yung fundamentals ng company, if consistent pa rin naman silang kumikita quarterly and yearly, then you don't really have to sell. Magbebenta lang na isang stock kapag ka nagbago na yung fundamentals. Like for example, yung sa ABS-CBN na lang, di ba? So, why would you hold ABS-CBN if wala silang, nawala yung kanilang main source of income? So, kita nyo, di ba? ABS-CBN is bumagsak yung stock prices, pero hindi pa rin siya masyadong nagre-recover. Kasi yung fundamentals is wala na. Wala na dyan. So, kumbaga mga speculators na lang talaga yung nagpapatakbo ng prices ng ABS-CBN. Like, for example, good news, tataas yan. But, yung sa GMA7 kasi, kaya kita nyo, mas sharp din yung kanyang recovery. Kasi, fundamentally sound yung company. And we can expect, a, hindi pa, we can expect GMA7 to give out or pay out dividends sa kanilang mga investors every single year. Kasi we expect them to have a revenue stream every single year. So, yun yung main difference nila, di ba? So, yun. Di ba lagi tayo nagaanap ng mga sale, ng mga promo code, sa Grab, sa Shopee, sa Lazada. So, why why don't we do it kapag ka nagkaroon ng correction sa market? And it's easy naman to identify kapag ka overheated na talaga yung market. That's why it's also kind of important to learn a little bit of technical analysis. Kasi pagka pinagsama mo yung sound na fundamental analysis plus a bit of technical analysis, then maganda talaga maging mga entry mo dito sa mga stocks na to, sa mga cryptocurrencies. And yung bargain hunting, we can apply this, we can apply the same principles with investing. Again, syempre, for example, yung Luna, di ba? <laughs> So, hindi na siya fundamentalism. Nagbago na yung fundamentals ng Luna. So, that's why hindi na siya magandang bilhin nung nag-dep siya. Kasi nag-death spiral siya, di ba? So, yun yung mga difference. <laughs> And for example, kung index fund investor ka lang naman, yan, di ba? 
So, kung nagdi-DCA ka na starting nung 2021, diba? So, kung 2021 ka nag-start, sabihin natin January ka talaga nag-start. So, up ka na nung nag-all-time high ng 29%. O sabihin natin every single month, nagdi-DCA ka lang. So, bumili ka dito at 345, bumili ka dito at 364, bumili ka dito at 386, bumili ka dito at 400, bumili ka dito at 429, bumili ka dito at 437. So, DCA ka lang talaga. No? Wala kang pakialam sa price, bili ka lang ng bili. And then dito, nung bumagsak na, kinabahan ka na. Alam, hindi binasag mo yung habit na ay hindi, hindi na ako bibili kasi buwang baba na mag-aantay ako. Why? Why? Kung meron ka naman consistent na income, you should stick with your plan. And again, ito, nag apply lang to sa mga time horizon na 5 to 10 to 20 years. Long term talaga. Kasi yung mga price fluctuations on a daily basis, may noise na lang yan in the long run. Sa tingin nyo ba? Sa tingin nyo ba? Yung prices, yung prices nitong gawin nating weekly. Sa so, tingin nyo ba, yung prices nung 2010 is nababother yung mga nag-invest at that time ngayon? <laughs> Hindi, di ba? Kasi if you, if you bought this this uh, ETF back then, sa so all-time high, up ka ng 328%. And ngayon, kahit nabagsak yung market, up ka ng 250%. So, date. You shouldn't really care. <laughs> Kasi if long-term nga yung iyong time horizon, eventually, tumataas yung mga stocks. And kapag ka naman nag-invest ka dito sa index fund, you're basically betting sa economy ng US, which hasn't really failed yet. <laughs> I'm not saying na hindi siya mag-fail, no? na there won't be major corrections, na walang maging recession. But yeah, historically, umaakyat yung stock market ng US kasi businesses there are striving and if you take a look for example di ba ito kasi SPX sa talaga to so merong kunyari 90s ka pa nag-invest no sabi natin dito 1990 mukha bang may may pakialam ka pa sa stock prices at that time compared ngayon up ka ng 1100% Diba? <laughs> That's around 22 years. Ni pala. 32 years na pala. <laughs> Mali mat ko. Kung 1990 ka mismo nag-invest. Nag yeah, hindi siya astronomical numbers. But this is crazy numbers <laughs> when it comes to investing. <laughs> and you're just betting. Hindi ka pumipili ng individual stocks. You're just investing in an index fund. And yung mga stocks na nandito sa top 500 back in 1990, sobrang konti na lang nung nandito rin <laughs> currently. Kasi ina-adjust to. Ina-adjust to. Itong S&P 500. So, the top 500 companies yan palagi in the US. So, essentially nga, you're just betting on American businesses. We can't really say the same sa PSEI. Although, if passive investing lang din naman talaga, then you can go for this. But, the past decade, it's been struggling. So for example, 2010. 2010. 2010. So, natin na time mag-start. So, up siya ng 127%. So, more than double lang yung pera mo. Pero, the past decade talaga, medyo nagsa-struggle. Although, dito, nag-all-time high ng 9k. So, 3x basically. 
But ito talaga major ano to, major correction. So kung dito 40% na lang. Pero bakit ka naman magbebenta, 'di ba, kapag ka bear market or may ganitong black swan na event? Pero 'di ba, kita natin 128% pa rin yung gains mo. But personally for me, I wouldn't really invest sa PSEI. Kasi may mga magagandang stocks naman kung napanood niyo yung previous episode. 'Di ba? May mga blue chip stocks na nagbibigay ng dividends, tapos yung average is around 5% din. So mas okay pa yun sa PSEI. Although yes, mas risky, 'di ba? Kasi itong PSEI ina-adjust din to eh, from time to time. Like yung nagiging member or yung nasasama sa PSEI or yung mga companies lang na may magandang track record and talaga malalaking companies na dito sa Philippines like San Miguel, Ayala, Globe. So yung mga companies na yun. But of course, you can still pick your own stocks. Kasi nga, ang konti lang ng mga stocks dito sa Philippines. So hindi siya ganun kahirap i-analyze. Although yes, it will take a lot of your time instead of just investing passively sa index fund. But yeah, mas... For me, mas, mas fulfilling if yung mga stock picks mo is nagta-thrive. Or like, you know, nakikita mo na yung mga unrealized gains sa portfolio mo. And then of course, may mga inaasahan ka na dividends every single year. Alright, so to end this episode, I just want to summarize it with three points. Unang-una is have a long-term time frame sa inyong investing. Kasi yung short-term price movements talaga is hindi naman ganun kahalaga in the grand scheme of things. The number two is invest consistently. Kasi pagka consistent ka na, na develop mo na yung habit of investing, it's gonna be easy. Diba? Kung nakapag-save ka naman, then you can also invest. Kasi saving is also a habit. Diba? Instead of gasusin mo na agad yung pera mo ngayon, hindi mo siya gagasusin kasi may pinag-iipunan ka. <laughs> But, mas ma-accelerate yung savings na yun or mag-grow yung savings na yun if you're consistently investing as well. Then number three, nabangit ko na siya kanina, again, ignore the short-term price movements kasi in the long run, hindi talaga siya ganun kahalaga. And inherently, itong mga equity market, crypto market, ay volatile talaga. And you can't really control that, di ba? And you can't really predict it 100%. So, why would you double in that noise? Kung yung trend naman, long term, no? Is tumataas lang talaga. So, you just have to consistently put in money. And then eventually, pagbalik mo, 10 years, 20 years, if like gusto mo na mag-retire or something, or may kailangan kang bilin, then makikita mo yung exponential growth. And may enjoy mo yung benefits ng compounding interest. Alright, that's gonna be it for this episode. If you like my content, bigyan nyo ng thumbs up kasi sobrang nakakatulong yun sa algorithm ng YouTube. You can also subscribe to my channel if you want more content like this in the future. And you can also follow me sa mga social media platforms ko. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at page. Thanks again for watching and listening everyone. Stay safe and always remember, be pesos smart.